Hello and welcome to the Creme de la Creme podcast. I'm your host, Tommy P. This week, we're concluding our magical mystery tour around the Premiverse with a visit to a newly discovered corner of the galaxy, La Liga de Liga. We've heard from all the other leagues uh, now, so how will these Lagalouts match up? I guess we're going to find out in the next uh, hour or so. Um, right, this episode is brought to you by TDK, the iconic sponsor of the 90s also runs Crystal Palace. Um, does everyone remember the, the old TDK shirts? No. No, I, I certainly do. And I think Ajax had it as well, didn't they, for a spell? Nice. nice. To, to, to date myself here, that's, they did like VHS tapes, didn't they, and that kind of thing? Yeah, they would have been big in the 90s because they made like cassette tapes. They, they did everything. They, they, they they've make... still got the big thing up in um, Leicester Square as well, haven't they? It's like the only place where you still see TDK. <laughs> they don't. Oh, and Sanyo. Yeah. Aren't they one of the brands that was in, you know how there's that thing where all of the brands that appeared in Blade Runner just got like fucked and don't exist anymore? It's like a Blade Runner curse. Uh, I think think they're one of those. Yeah, Atari and that way. They are still massive. The Tokyo Denki Kagaku organization. Um, (laughs) They're a Japanese multinational chemical and electrical conglomerate. Some some great giggling. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Favorite fat. Let's go going. Good stuff. Uh, right, well, <laughs> I, while I recover from that, um, <laughs> I better introduce who we've got on the podcast bringing you this kind of insightful information. Um, we have got Rob. Welcome, Rob. <laughs> have we... <laughs> so Wait, we... He's, he's gone, maybe. That's good start to the intros. Was Rob ever oh, on the call? No, Rob isn't on the call. Why have we got Robin? Maybe it's a right. typo. And also, I'm just thinking, we're all chatting here, boys, but Wilson isn't here, is he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are. Oh, he's been quiet. I didn't hear him. Hello, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, so who have we actually got? We've got... We have got... <laughs> <laughs> we have got Barney. I'm here. Hello. We have got Wilson. Hello. We have got Pete. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, Jamie's not on there. Yeah, no, I'm on it. And we have, and we've, and we've definitely got but, Jamie. But not the, mu- on the, on the, They must have. He writes. Uh, uh, yeah, fucking hell. He must have not changed Rob to Jamie because Rob was on last week. Unbelievable. Are you deliberately trying to make BLDE seem like amateur hour here <laughs> by <laughs> no. this trying to undermine us? Not. We, no, we of course not. Is this being left in or edited out? I think we. Just, I quite like it. It's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah, at least we, we've we've got more intimately acquainted with who's actually on the on the pod. <laughs> than usual. So we've, 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 kind of, we've all had to get through that together. So I feel like we've you know we're kind of bonded through it. So oh, yeah. yeah, let's 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 run with that. And you need to explain that I turned up late, which is why I didn't know that Mike was on here. So <laughs> Will Wilson. <laughs> Um, yeah, and of course, uh, as you've heard, we've got a producer, Pedge, as always, just uh, keeping things in order. Welcome, Pedge. Thank you. Um, how has everyone's game weeks been? We won't go into it in too much detail, but just a general guess, general sense of uh, how I, it was. I mean, yeah, now. I don't want to talk about mine. <laughs> okay, haven't got yeah. one, Pedge. Anyone else? Why well, I, I technically didn't lose. 
um, I'm refusing to accept any losses I'm I'm receiving now in in the LDE. I'm thinking of taking the Premier League uh, to the High Court and suing them for widespread um, fixture fraud. So we'll we'll cover that in a bit more detail later. Okay, so you're um, in denial. That. Yeah, um, great stuff. And then wins all round, everyone else. No, I don't want to talk about this week. How did, how did your week go, Mike? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about it. this week no okay i can see i can see the general feeling in the room here i mean the the lde is the second uh, toughest league in europe after the championship i think pretty much (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of the lde let's continue with uh with our deep dive series um we're going to put the lde under the microscope it's the actual lager league uh, so sobriety may be an issue on this one, but uh, we'll see how we do. Um, first up, lads, I've got a little um, a little question section for you. So if you could kindly put away all your stats, which I know you eagerly uh, got prepped. Um, question one on how well do you know your league? Without looking, who in your league has scored the most player points? Barney, I know the answer. It's, do you want to have a guess? Do you want to have a guess first before? It's not just me. I'm tied with somebody else. I think it's me. I think you might have to be tied. I think Pete and I are tied. Yeah. Correct. Do you know how many points you're Perfect. on? Perfect. Uh, I do, but only because I was looking about five minutes ago. Six hundred and something, isn't it? Fifteen, I think. Yeah. Correct. Off to a cracking start there, lads. Um, I'll give well, you another one. <laughs> <laughs> give you another question here. Uh, other than Garth, who had the most player points scored against them in your league? Other than Garth, of uh, course. Yeah, oh, that goes without saying. I reckon Mark. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, I'm going to Mark. Actually, nope. it might. It Could might be. be. It might be me actually as as well because I've you know, that thing that Andy put out uh, the other week. I think I was fourth or fifth on that list of, you know, where Garth was top, most player points scored against them. So I yeah. think it might be me, actually. Yeah, you're right. Yep, it is. With Perfect. A, has it a guess how many? Oh, I can't remember what the figure was. Several thousand, I imagine. <laughs> That's not still that high. I don't know, three, three, <laughs> 350, 400 points, I don't know. It's, it's five, six, two. Oh, wow. Okay, there you go. That's, right. That's my, um, yeah, mid-table. Let's uh, let's crack on and see how these LDEs do talking about other leagues. Um, Jamie, you can kick us off if you don't mind. If you want to take us through what's happened in the BDR. In the BDR, I, I mean, I must admit, in the normal course of events, I don't really follow this league. It's, no. it's like the equivalent of okay. League One, isn't it? And who the hell knows what happens in League One? It's, it's, it's just it's pointless. It's yeah. it's a non-entity. Yeah. The only thing I do know though is my <laughs> boss. My boss is in the BDR, and <laughs> and in all fairness to Colin, he should be top of the league. Um, but um, hopefully he listens to the pod. Otherwise, I, I won't keep waxing lyrical over Colin. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so it sounds like a good move for your career. For, for one week only, I've cast an eye over the BDR to see what's going on with it. Um, what I've managed to garner from it is that this Tudor chap seems to be doing quite well for himself. Um, I, I believe he's actually got the highest point scores across all of the leagues. Oh. He's got like 620 Perfect. player points. That is the highest, yeah. 
Yeah, um, but he's still second in the league. Uh, somebody simply referred to as Lee is top, um, and, and I'm very happy for him. I, I too was once top of my league. Um, they were good times, but uh, not so much anymore. Um, but anyway, yeah, back to Tudor. He, he beat Crouch uh, 43-38, so um, so very good for very good for him. Um, Niall gave Rob a festive C and two with a 49-36 victory to keep him flirting those all important European spots. Um, High Flyer Lee took apart uh, took apart Sam in an epic 33-30 victory. Um, <laughs> that's, that's tight, isn't it? Low scoring. Uh, the living legend Colin Mapleston, um, someone who's been referred to as the greatest managerial mind since Steve Grit, uh, <laughs> a reference I'm sure Colin will appreciate as an Albion fan. Uh, he saw off Bobby 45 to 18. So Bobby. Bobby embarrassed himself this week, yeah. if we're being honest, didn't he? Um, and, yeah, that's, that's pretty much a, a summary of what's gone on there. So, Lee's top, uh, Tudor's second, but I think the People's Champion, Colin, in third place there, uh, he's he's clawing his way back, because I think Colin was top for a spell as well. well. He certainly was whenever I looked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, excellent stuff. All right, well, thanks very much for that, Jamie. Um Next up, we've got the SDM. Um, Wilson, that's a league you're not likely to ever be playing in. Um, what what happened in that one, mate? Well, it's true. I'll never play in it. Um, results, fair enough. I mean, Pedro, again, has got another loss in there. 23-44. Yeah. It's a tight Horrendous. league. This very tight league. Um, 23 points, yeah, not the greatest. Um, Against Kennedy as well. In, oh, yeah, that's in the, the derby. Of course. I can't beat this man. I did everything <laughs> I could um, with that. You know, he dropped Traore, so I picked him up to try and get in his head before the game. I, I just can't beat Kennedy. It, it just doesn't happen. How did I've that, tried everything. How did that pan out? What did Traore do? Did he even play? Uh, he came on and got a single point. Okay. Yeah. That really, really showed him then. Well, yeah, it was more about the mind game than the actual performance, but whatever. <laughs> don't sound <laughs> at all, do you? Sorry? You don't sound bitter at all about it. I'm, I'm not bitter. I can't beat James Kennedy. That's why I hate him so much. So he's <laughs> got in your head then? Uh, <laughs> yes, I suppose so, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like he's won the mind games there, right? Yeah. Say to your 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 Jurgen, then is that right? Um, uh, that's too complicated a question for me to. <laughs> <eat>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, Nick scores fifty three points for Tom's thirty nine. Yeah. Top of the table clash. Uh, Nick points back, so that's uh, that's that that table is really really close. Yeah. Will, 26-28 to Cooley. Tight game. Doesn't look like there's high scoring in there at all. Probably an assist, maybe a quick goal, but that's about it, really. Um, Ali, 32. Racket, 16. That must be the lowest score of the the week, surely. Yeah, he's had a shocker there, hasn't he? Did you not pick up the the award that I won a couple of weeks ago? Could be worse, it could be Will. (laughs) (laughs) I actually I saw that result and I actually went to have a look at Racket's team and it's it's he's got a good team so I think he just had a, a an unlucky week 
where sort of everything conspired against him. He couldn't have had that good a team because he's rock bottom with 15 <laughs> points. So what, <laughs> it's conspired against him for 13 weeks. <laughs> well, last time I remember, I, I thought he was like pretty comfortably mid-table. I'm quite surprised to see him down there. He went on a good run and I think... Um, <laughs> Just yeah, what, what he I might have left his house and gone on a good run, but certainly in, in, <laughs> in this fancy lark, is he? He's rock bottom. Hideous show. Uh, well, he hasn't got the he hasn't got the lowest uh, player points. That's, that's that's about as much as I can say. And he's only one point off the bottom, so tight league. Um, it's a festive else? kindness out here. I'm not sure I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. <laughs> um, anything else to, to say on the SDM before we move on? No, I think that's more than enough for that league. <laughs> I'd always like to, always like to tell on the, uh, on the SDM. Um, all right, then, finally, um, Barney, the league that must seem like a distant, unreachable utopia at this point, uh, the CDP. The What's CDP. Yeah, I have some uh, some hastily scribbled uh, notes here. Um yeah, the reason I was late is because uh, when putting my boy together, I put the uh, Octonauts Christmas special on, which is uh, 30 minutes rather than the 10 minute of a normal episode. So, uh, uh. but I have had a chance to look, have a look at least. That's one for the parents out there. Yeah, no, I do like the Octonauts. I quite like a creature report as well. A nice little short um, soundbite thing. They're quite good. If you've got to put something on, it's nice to, for it to actually be something you don't mind too much, to be fair, isn't it? Educational. <laughs> Educational, indeed. So Hopefully sorry. On these podcasts, TDK. Educational. <laughs> and, uh, and and testicular um, coronavirus symptoms. Testicular as well. aching, yeah. Um, don't don't let it go, gents. That's all I say. If you get that ache, just check it out. Have it. Have just, a feel. In a warm shower, a, preferably. As a general podcasting point. You can't do a callback to a joke that happened, that happened before previously. we no, started this record, this recording the podcast. It, <laughs> that it, won't make sense to it, our it, listeners. It, it leaves an air of mystery now. People will be wondering. Yeah. But they will It'll be grabbing their bollocks just trying to get involved in this last conversation. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. So CDP. CDP. So um, start with uh, there's a, a bottom of the table clash between um, Phil and Josh. Um, all very close, well, mostly close uh, results this week. Um, Phil uh, won that one 43 uh, to 40. Um, For fuck's sake. <laughs> very nice. nice and, then, and, and so a very close game. And, and then uh, Mark was playing uh, Mike. And uh, that, again, was a, was a fairly close game, uh, 30 to 38. Um, mm. The only... The, the one game that wasn't quite as close, and, and he's not here, so I can get away with saying it was was Andy versus Stu, mid-table clash. Um, Andy getting 29 and Stu getting 37. So yeah, and Andy not having a good week this week. No. Um, and then then finally we had uh, uh, Foy versus Greg, um, and that was a draw, uh, 28. Oh. Um, yeah, so Greg top of the table, obviously, and, and Foy in the, in the mid-pack, but it's very close, isn't it, towards the top of that, that league. Um, a lot of people need, you know, a win jumps you right up into the sort of top three, potentially, so, um, or close to it. So, yeah, it's still pretty tight. Yeah, taking some points off Greg, stopping that momentum, because he built up, like, a bit of a gap, a little bit of a gap there. So that's, um, yeah, keeping it nice and tight. Good to see. Um, anything else to say on that? Nope, not one up for me. No. 
Good stuff. All right. Well, in that case, I've got a couple more questions for you about your league. Um, so put all your stats away. Question is, who owns the th- three lowest scoring players in the league? I would um, say that's probably me. I'd say it's Mark. Yeah, might be a good shout. Three lowest scoring players. Mm. It I feels like me some weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I'm just actually trying to work out what, exactly what the question means. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we hadn't got it yet, so you. <laughs> make sure I've got this right it, it, verbatim it says who owns three lowest scoring player in the league and who is it it, it must mean like um, players with ownership with the lowest scores who, are, who owns the bottom three maybe someone owns the three worst yeah, players yeah, yeah. Yeah, who, are, yeah. who are owned oh, I guess owned. That's, that is currently I guess rather than have, has owned isn't it so um this well, is why these podcasts aren't concise, because if the question has generated 10 minutes of conversation trying to fathom out what the question was, <laughs> that's, that's why yeah. it's not moved forward, isn't it? Well, the answer is Windsor with Aguero, four points. So it's a yeah. That's one Aguero player. is on four that's, points. Is one player? Yeah, that's one player. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair... Any complaints uh, can be directed towards the commissioner. Somebody so. written into the script wasn't actually on the pod, so probably a, <laughs> the st- standards tend to slip when you've got a, a slight error. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the next question, let's see if we can do any better with this one. Who <laughs> has completed the most transactions? Who has oh. completed the most transactions? That must be me. <laughs> I've, I've done quite a few. I don't know. Um, I don't know, I've done a bit of shopping as well. <laughs> I've done quite a bit. I started tinkering straight after the draft, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think you've got more than 26... Oh, no, it's not me. Oh, then. no. Uh, might be me. <laughs> it's Barney. Barney's like, 26 actually. Zach, as I called you out very early on in one of these podcasts, <laughs> Barney... About your back five of mediocrity, and it was just. But I was well aware that you were correct, so yeah. (laughs) yeah. That's quite impressive. You transferred two players a game. Yes, sometimes ruthless. I have a yeah, but I have I have a system. I don't really want to talk about. It's fairly obvious if you look at it, but. (laughs) Okay. Right. Let's crack on, and before we do our deep dive into the LDE, let's talk a little about a little bit about what happened in the Premier League um, this week. Um, does anybody want to kick off with anything in particular? I'll kick off with Brighton. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, uh, Brighton played Fulham. Worst game so, of the season. Yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I thought I'd, I thought I was like having a fever and that I'd forgotten the game, but apparently I did see the everything that happens and just nothing happens. So um, are you, am I right in thinking you're a Brighton fan? Yeah, I am. I am. So um, what's, what's your sort of analysis of that game? I mean, is that it's on the face of it, it sounds like it's not a good result to get a nil, nil draw with Fulham. Um, 
in the context of Brighton season. I mean, I don't know if any of you yeah. saw it. The first half was some of the worst Premier League football I think that's been played all season <laughs> by anyone. That, yeah, it was it was just it was just the pinball game, which was weird because that that's not normally how we play. Um, and then second half we no second half Brighton did what they do this year, which is decent possession, got into decent positions on the pitch, but just just weren't able to kind of create that kind of killer moment. Um, so yeah. it's just, yeah, it was just, it was just frustrating because like you've got to be beating Fulham this year. Is the term flattering to deceive with Brighton? Because everyone keeps saying, oh, they've played well, they've played well, but they're just not getting any points on the board, which come the end of the season isn't, isn't going to be good for Brighton. I don't know. I've got, no, I've got I was, worries about. Well, I was thinking about this like, in the context of fantasy football, because I, I, I jumped on the bandwagon earlier in the year and stuck Ryan Brewster in my team because James Kennedy had been telling me how amazing he was and various other Liverpool fans had been saying the same. And it, it doesn't matter if he's the best striker in the world. Sheffield United just won't ever get the ball to him. I mean, they don't even play him now. But so, so, so the, I think there is, there is a difference in the sense that like, if, you, if you've got a striker up front for Brighton, they are going to get chances. So Welbeck, you know, Welbeck is getting chances in games, you know, but he's he's just being as wasteful as as Malpay has, has been in the past and Connolly's been. So they are creating opportunities, clear cut ones. They're just being wasteful. They're just being really wasteful um, most games. So it's it's you know like I don't want to be too down on it because I think if I was a Sheffield United fan, I I'm not sure that I would see. Where the where the next victory was coming from, but I think as a Brighton fan, I think that there is there is opportunities to win games. We just don't take them. Yeah, and yeah. Fulham must be the first team to stop Brighton scoring this season. Then is that right? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think they've scored in every game previously. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so props to Fulham. I think it's that. Well, what I do you know? It, yeah. What I do know about that game is 10 of my friends walked from the Amex uh, to Craven Cottage uh, to raise money because um, a guy who we knew from school committed suicide earlier this year and they raised £16,000 towards Calm because yeah. um, awesome. he was he was a Fulham fan and the rest of, the rest of our mates were Albion fans. So yeah, it was over two days and they walked literally the, the whole way. So it was quite a feat. That's oh, brilliant. I saw a face of that. Oh, you saw it, yeah, because um, we've yeah. got quite a lot of coverage through the club. Adam Lalana retweeted it. Um, uh, Gilberto Silva was semi-involved in it because a guy we know has now teamed up with him with something or other. And um, yeah, it got, it got quite a lot of coverage from ex-players and current players. So when they set oh, out on the walk, were they allowed to go to the game? And when they got there, they were then told that it was tier three and they weren't allowed to <laughs> oh, shit. I remember walking back to tier three. No, it was, um, they, they knew it was closed door sort of thing. It was just kind of walk there and then it's like, I suppose they get back from London now. Oh, well, at least something good came out of that game then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing. Yeah, great stuff. Right, um, what, else, what else happened? That's what else you want to talk about. Talk about Liverpool. Now, here is a team who do take their chances. And you got to feel a little... Well, you do if you're a Spurs fan, but I'm not. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a, a massive result over Spurs. And it's it's what's making Liverpool championship contenders again, isn't it? 90th minute, Bobby Firmino pulling it out of the bag. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's 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 that sort of form. It's that sort of resilience again to to literally play until that final whistle. And it, it was a couple of years back the Klopp, I think, quite early on in his tenure, really berated the fans for like leaving five minutes early at the end of games. And it was just like, well, what are you doing? You, you, there's still every second to be played for here. And you've got to stay stay till the end and keep you, keep cheering your team. And Love I think that. there was some stat that the amount of points Liverpool started getting in like the last five minutes of games. It was like that whole Fergie time thing. But mm. it was because the fans were rooted and they were just willing on the team until the very last whistle. So mm. important. Really interesting, isn't it? And obviously a lot less effective when there are no fans. But Although no. fans being back now, have you heard <laughs> yeah. the noise coming from just like literally 2,000 fans when you're hearing it on the radio or the TV? Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's just that we're not used to... Do you think it's partly because we're not used to it? Or do you think that, um, you know, it would only be about that amount of fans making that noise anyway? You know, in a shape. Yeah. Like, it's not the that everyone the is, like, yeah. Singing. Yeah. But uh, it's possibly, you do wonder how much of... Um, how much of a stadium are the sort of singing hardcore fan base? But um, yeah. but where you talk about finishes in that Brighton game and there not being any, you look at the players on the score sheet in Liverpool, Tottenham, Son, Salah, Firmino. I mean, that's that's some world class players there at the top of their game. Absolutely. Even I'll give a nod to Son at the moment. His um, um, kind of shot accuracy is so far above anyone else is it's it's quite frightening i think it's, so, it's something like 78 percent of his jesus christ shots are, i'm sure he's scored something like three times as many goals as he's got expected goals or something yeah. like that it's some crazy stat he's a machine isn't he it's it's just it's to the point where you just expect now for him to be on the score sheet in some some capacity of goal or an assist at least. Him or Kane, isn't it? Yeah, normally both of them sort of interchanging. And it's really nice to see uh, Firmino scoring again, isn't it? Because he'd sort of um, become the striker that just didn't score and that, that was kind of his thing. Well, he's got to step up now with Jota being injured again as well, hasn't he? So it's almost put a little bit back on back onto him in that respect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of scoring, uh, Leeds put five past Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. That was quite close to the beginning, wasn't it? Sorry? Didn't it go to 2-2 two, two, two all? It was quite close to the beginning. Yeah, it did go to 2-2 two, two all. And then it looked like as soon as Leeds scored the third, um, Newcastle sort of collapsed a little bit. Um, and then it was, you know, they were just, just kept scoring after that. Should it have been a penalty to Newcastle before it went to 3-2 two, two to Leeds? Interesting. I didn't see it. Oh, Wilson got taken out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Def- then in that case, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as a as a Callum Wilson owner, yeah, hundred percent penalty. The, the, from what I saw in the replay, it did look a little bit iffy. Like um, they should have probably had a penalty. Interesting. The thing, the thing with Leeds, that's I mean, I I, I want to hate Leeds because I do gen, <laughs> genuinely, I do generally not enjoy watching Leeds United do well, but there is something that is quite pleasing about the uh, the effort that he has these players putting in I mean it was ridiculous like the end of the game they, I think there was one moment where they had five on two they were basically tripping over each other to score <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know and 
you know, sometimes at Brighton, you kind of like, you just want to see a little bit more of that energy and just watching them just bomb forward relentlessly time after time. You're like, that, that's what I want to see more of. That was it. Yeah. Very entertaining. Really bright. Haven't Leeds or aren't Leeds the most attacking team in the Premier League? There's a stat out there for something like that at the moment. Leeds are the most, either they're either the most attacking team or they play the most attractive football with with the most chances. Yeah. Yeah. So inevitably, sometimes they'll get five goals, don't they? Yeah. I guess if you keep doing that. Um, what else happened? Um, Man United got a win against Sheffield United, which you'd expect. But, um, Made quite a hard work game. of it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. Um, Martial finally scoring. Um, Rashford popping up with two, which is great for me. <laughs> that damaged my week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Man United are kind of um, strangely uh, kind of working their way up, you know, into strangely that strangely good but bad. Top echelon. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm looking at it, and they've they're unbeaten in five games, but it feels like <laughs> they're not really doing very well. They've got four wins and a draw. Because everybody's still calling for Solskjaer's head, aren't they, to a certain extent? Well, yeah, maybe that's a bit harsh, but nobody's given him credit for doing anything. Yeah. And yeah. subsequently, I think it puts this myth out in the media of the man you're struggling. And uh, yeah, just nobody's fully bought into him being there, probably because he looks a little bit like an extra from Lord of the Rings. I think that's a big part. <laughs> you know, you, you, there's a sort of... Um, there's a sort of culture where you, you want a manager to be like really aggressive and scary and, and authoritative. Right. And he's kind of this nice guy. And I think that really works against him, but he's been there for quite a long time now. (laughs) So it's kind of, you know, you can't, they're just not consistent enough. Are they? Sometimes they play really good football, really attractive football. And then the next 10 minutes, there'll be an absolute dog. You just don't understand it. Because they, yeah. they can they conceded to Sheffield first, didn't they? Um, Sheffield went one up, didn't they? I think quite yes. early on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you know well, that strange? description. Oh, so no, go for no, it. No, go, go, go. Well, as I was going to move us off United, just being a Liverpool fan, I don't like talking about them for too long. It makes me feel <laughs> nauseous. But I was going to bounce it straight on to Everton and saying, talking about dogs, that's another team who's actually started to string a couple of results together. Just spat on the floor as well, mentioning them. But um, there's two nil, two nil against Leicester. That's got to be seen as a very good result away from home as well. Yeah. Yes, they're, against they're the team that they're competing with in the league. You know, they're 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 up there and competing for that sort of top four place. So yeah, it's a huge, huge result for them, isn't it? Arsenal oh, actually gonna... a week without losing. What is that? Sorry. Well, they won a game without losing. Arsenal pulling them into the mix. Still ten men though. Second second game in the week. Got a discipline problem, haven't they? And they're like seven different players have now been sent off under yeah. under Arteta there. Yeah. In hotheads. Yeah. You don't know what he's telling them in. He's getting them all like proper psyched up in the dressing room, like <laughs> slapping them around the head and like giving them some roids or something. They're just going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's it's kind of entertaining from the outside, isn't it? Um, just to see them going completely mental and doing really stupid things to get sent off. But um, yeah, they they did really well, to be honest. I think in that game because that's 
that's really what they needed to maybe just turn their form around a little bit, you know, just to get get that kind of result, um, not get beaten and stop the slide. And obviously it helps when Aubameyang scores because that must have been starting to gnaw away at them a little bit. It is something that is becoming an issue. Probably gnawed away at them the fact that the person who scored against them first say, was also Theo Walcott. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> ghost of Christmas past. It had, it had to be... Yeah, it's a lovely little poetic moment. That. Um, another one-all draw, Man City-West Brom. Quite surprising, I think, that result. Yeah, was surprising, wasn't it? That was so boring. That was the most boring game of football I've ever seen, I think. What's happened to Man City? I mean, Why are they drawing the, one-all against West Brom in a boring way? None of that sounds right. No, it doesn't, does it? Have we highlighted it with the striker issue? Because if if Aguero is um, obsolete this season, Jesus and really a goal machine in his own right. I don't know. They're just not getting enough, getting enough goals. Maybe they're creating loads of chances. They just can't put them away. But I think um, Bilic slightly better paid Brighton then. Sorry, slightly (laughs) better paid Brighton then. (laughs) I think it's also the way that West Brom set up though. Not badly. Okay. Well, they did all right. They got a draw. You'd take that. Yeah, which you would think you would then have to give credit credit to the manager. But um, I was going to say sacked. it didn't mean anything to the board, did it? <laughs> Not to the Chinese, though, no. <laughs> uh, have they got someone new in yet? Um, oh yes, in. Big Sam. Oh, oh amazing! Here we go. Um, that's such good news. It is, isn't it? It's such a welcome return for the Premier League. I, I love it. I was looking at their squad and they've definitely got the funniest squad this year. Like Ivanovic is in there. Um, damn, my memory's gone. Charlie Austin. They've also now, got, the, they've got the funniest shirts as well. So funniest. it's becoming quite an interesting team, which is good because normally they're extremely boring. Yeah, 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 definitely the funniest team this year now. And with Big Sam in charge, that's great. That's great news. Big sound, yeah. mate. Does anybody hear him when he's occasionally on talk sport? He, you can just tell he's the most bitter man in the world. <laughs> Still hasn't quite got over being sacked from England. Whenever you hear him, he's just he's just so dour, and he always talks about like things which have gone wrong or how he doesn't quite agree with something, and the world is wrong. He's a, he's a very bitter man. You can just imagine his wife is probably quite run down by now. He never even got to lead the England team out, did he? He got he was so desperate to tout his services around the world that he managed to get sacked before he even led them out for one game. <laughs> so bad. Um, right, well, Chelsea. Yeah, surprise result. Wolves beating Chelsea. Yeah, second loss in a row, isn't it? For them, they lost to Everton last time out, didn't they? Mm. I saw an incredible stat about Frank, uh, Frank Lampard um, this weekend. So you think about all of the flack that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer keeps getting. Lampard and his Chelsea team haven't won against the top half team this season. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. Which I read something. Is he, shocking. Was, he was saying about fatigue always because we've had too many games in December. He's trying to, yeah, use that card like they always do. Mm. They have looked good though, haven't they? Fair Chelsea, yeah, they have done, but then they've also spent a lot of money and got some incredible yeah. clothes in, so you'd kind of expect them to be right. They spent a lot of money and now are relying on Olivier Giroud. That's quite <laughs> funny, isn't it? He's, 
he's he's kind of got back into the team and has put together a good little consistent bit of form. Scored two or three goals since coming back. He scored again this week. And then a couple of other players that are on form at the moment, Pedence and Neto getting that really late goal in this game. Um, all top picks for uh, fantasy football. Presumably they've all been taken in all the leagues. I, don't, I haven't checked, but if not, you know. Neto's available in the SDM as of a couple of hours ago. Really? No way. He is, yeah. Ah. Interesting. Very interesting. Might uh, might be tempted tempted by that. Um, yeah, he's all yours, Tom. And we then, could talk about Villa Burnley, but life's too short, isn't it? Yeah, there's no point. Actually, <laughs> let's not even talk about that. Uh, West Ham beat uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, West Ham are doing really well, aren't they? That's another good win for them. Um, where are they? In the, oh, they're eighth in the league. And that's that's without Antonio as well. He'll he'll be coming back in shortly. I think they're a dangerous side. I strongly believe they're a team who've benefited from not having fans in the stadium this year. I genuinely think that. Yeah, 100%. That's not actually the right result. They drew with Crystal Palace. I was going to say, it's 1-1. <laughs> it yeah, it's 1-0. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Another good draw for West Ham there. <laughs> against, against 10 men as well. Uh, yeah, Ben Teke, hero to zero. Oh, he scored and got sent off. That's great, isn't it? What a match. <laughs> it's good. It's really, really got the most out of that. Is it minus three for a red card or minus four? I mean, does it... Just cancels out his goal. Yeah, nice. I don't know. Has anybody got Ben Teke in their team? They would have said, yes, he's got me some points this week. And then you flick back a bit later. What the fuck's he gone and done now? What you, what you... That's Ben Teke cancelling out his season's worth of points right there. <laughs> Classic Ben Teke, isn't it? Um, and was this the game? Did Haller score a really great goal in this game? Was it like an overhead volley or something? An overhead volley, yeah. Nice. Always Perfect. Um, all right, well, look, that's going to wrap up the Premier League because we're actually not going to talk about uh, Villa Burnley. Um, we're going to get into the LDE. Uh, deep dive time. But first, I've got another couple of questions for you. Um, so put away your stats as always um, which player has the most players from the current top four um, and the current top four is Liverpool Spurs Southampton and Leicester that's me um, is that the right answer is, no is, it's not. is that as of this week this, this last game week obviously uh, yeah, as of now, it's not me anymore. I don't think I might have done previously. Say them again. Say them. Say say so, teams again. Sorry. So Spurs, Southampton. Uh, sorry, Liverpool, Spurs, Southampton, and Leicester. No, not me. Well, I've got six points um, from that four. Okay, so it's not Mike. Uh, <laughs> well, it's basically there's no one on the pod so it's, I'm going to take a guess at uh, yeah, well, well okay it's, it's, it's Wilson oh it is Wilson okay. yeah. <laughs> I was right fair enough sorry I thought, I thought you'd put your sports and it wasn't accepted oh sorry sorry no, no, it's fine. Fine. <laughs> sorry to confuse matters yeah it's Wilson with six Schmeichel Vestgaard Bertrand Madison Firmino and Kane yeah. There you go. And uh, finally, after Barney's score of 90, who has the next highest single game week score in the league? 
probably Garth. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still last. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's a joint award. Garth is one of them. Uh, and the other one is Pete. Perfect. How many points was that? Sixty-three. Is that the second highest score? Yeah, it's a big gap, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-three is, you know, that's that's a, an outstanding score. Anyone would be happy with that. Um, okay, right. We're going to do this section in a slightly different order uh, due to the way the fixtures have fallen. So first up, um, let's take a look at the results from last week. Uh, we've got P versus Jamie. Um, so we'll start with uh, Pete to talk us through it, but obviously Jamie can um, chip in as well. Um, yeah, go for it. What what happened? I, I got beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really much in it. I was I was kind of I had to look at my team to kind of see why I won it, but there were lots of ones and twos on both of our teams, to be honest. Yeah, I got a lot of appearance-only scores. And unfortunately for me, people like Grealish are getting more points on their driving licence than they are <laughs> in the fantasy league at the moment. Thank you, I'm here all week. Well, I'm not, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. And a lot, of, a lot of my best players, a lot of my best Liverpool players are dead. So that doesn't help matters. So it's 41-31 to Pete, just to uh, say the actual score there, 10 points in it. And do you know what really surprised me? Because I was looking at your front line and it was like, was it in Ketier, Wilson and Bamford, who at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have put put down as having many points. But between them, they're up to almost 180 points between those three. Which is A like, lot wow. of that is more Bamford and Wilson. I've, I've been desperately trying to get somebody to trade Kane for Ketier, but nobody seems to be <laughs> biting my arm off of that one. Strange, but... Uh... Stick with it though, Eddie. Um, good times are coming. Foden's not playing much at the moment. He's not starting, which isn't helping. Thought this was going to be his breakout David Silver season. Yeah, I I did as well. But he's just getting yeah, he's just getting like a few minutes every game, isn't he? Sometimes he's been punished actually... for banging those Icelandic um, air hostesses or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> sort of management is that doesn't make any sense but um <laughs> yeah okay well you probably on. got an achy ball from that <laughs> possibly <laughs> symptomatic <laughs> um we also had uh barney wilson grudge match this week what happened in that one east anglian derby well basically <laughs> i won uh 39 and I left 20 points on the bench for fun. And so, oh, oh. so you know, just, <laughs> to, so just to rub it. <laughs> Perfect. Luckily for Barney, Rashford scored 12 points. Otherwise, he would have lost. <laughs> I'm not sure that's entirely true. But yeah, we, well, to, be, to be fair, we both started really badly. Um, well, <laughs> and ended badly. The, the, DS, the DS own goal um, for City obviously started me off badly. And you had several things as well, Mike, didn't you? We were chatting about <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, I did celebrate the DS own goal. That's it. You've never cheered a goal. Booking at half time as well, that was quite nice. But um, yeah, it kind of went downhill after that. Yeah, it was fairly slow and quite close to start with, but then yeah, Rashford helped me out at the end. Went down to the last game. Always good. Always good to get that drama in. 
Um, nice one. And then there were two other games to talk about from the league. Um, Jamie, could you talk us through Windsor and Fuller's game where Windsor beat Fuller uh, 29-25? Something like quite it was... It was it was tight there. Um, again, it was low scoring tight. Um, it's James has got a lot of City players in his team, um, which which weren't exactly smashing the points back there as well. Um, front line not not particularly firing. I mean, he has got Giroud moved in there, which which got him six points, obviously. But uh, he had he had what am I looking at here? Three one pointers and a zero pointer, no four one pointers and a zero pointer. So that's, that's a lot to have out of your team, not, not scoring there. And in, in terms of Windsor, yeah, I think he's got to be quite happy with, with that win. Um, but his front line of Aguero and Jesus might have looked good uh, on on paper when he first signed them, but culminating three points between the pair of them. So again, it was, it was more his midfield and uh, Tyrone Mings getting six points back in defence uh, which uh, really sort of helped him out Nice one Alright, and then, so finally Barney, can you talk us through um, two of your close rivals Garth versus Hugh Yeah, uh, Garth uh, beat Hugh 47-36 so <laughs> another win for him and you would say deserved, obviously but um, he basically, a, a Bamarang finally uh scored yeah which is i mean uh, i think garth picked him in the draft first that's that's a good question very quickly sorry i'm um, not to drag on when you did the draft other lde members did you get a bamarang flashing up in your in oh your yeah because both mike wilson and i obviously first time doing the draft um when garth picked him he popped into my team and he popped into wilson's team is that right mike yeah. you did yeah he did pop in yeah he came to my team yeah did you guys see it as well Jamie? No, I just had Allison as my first pick, didn't I? As well, documented. <laughs> no, fair enough. I was just, I just was interested to know whether that happened to everybody in the LD or whether it was just me and Mike or whatever. But. Yeah, no, actually, Allison popped into my team. I did check, I did pick Salah, but um, somebody's <laughs> right him. In. Bloody gremlins! <laughs> that was an incredible draft pick. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I should have. I should have said more of my award acceptance speech for that, but um, he's still got me two points, got me more points than Eric Dyer did this week, so don't knock him. <laughs> nice one. Um, all right, well, let's close off this deep dive roundup with a look at each of the teams. Um, so I'm going to ask each of you to review your own team um, and season and that of one of the other managers as well. Uh, so first up, uh, Barney, if you could talk us through your team, your season, and then um, that of your next week's opponent, Hugh, please. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, I mean, I think I'm happy with, with the team that I've got now. Um, when I started at the beginning of the year, you can only really base your team on, obviously, how you think people are going to do and also how people did last year. So. I went, and as Jamie criticised before, uh, quite heavy with sort of Burnley and Sheffield United defenders looking for the clean sheets and things mm. um, in the draft. But most of my uh, transfers that I've done are around my defence, sort of looking for the clean sheets, trying to sort of build around a around a core. Um, I've got Salah, obviously. Uh, I was seventh in the draft. Uh, pick, picked him up seventh. I was happy that he was, was uh, still there. Um, mm. And uh, managed to get... Uh, Werner as well although he's obviously not doing I don't know I wish he was playing slightly further forward rather than wide um, 
and I wish he'd shoot more. Sometimes he needs to be more clinical. He looks a bit hesitant, but I think he, I'm still confident he might sort of come, you know, come better as we go on. Yeah, he's still got to um, adapt to the league, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I've got Rashford as well, who is a bit hit and miss, but still you can rely on like this week um, for some goals. Um, and I picked uh, Shea Adams up uh, quite early. I was looking to get Ings, obviously, but he, he went. Um, but yeah, he's been good for me. Um, yeah, it's an astute pick, especially with Ings being out for a while. That's worked well. Yeah, it has. It's worked out well. Um, recently, I managed to get uh, Watkins on, uh, on oh, Waivers. Um, that's a good one. I went sort of uh, Villa heavy a little bit earlier, I think, than... than um, Perhaps other people might have. I don't really know, but um, yeah, they do feature quite strongly uh, in my team. And then more recently, I've um, got Diaz and Cancelo at the back. So relying on Man City not to be shit, which is unfortunately not Home really goal happening. for Diaz, though, wasn't it as well? Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Not helpful. And then I, I picked up um, uh, McCarthy and Pope in the draft, looking for, obviously for the. Well, Pope last year obviously was pretty decent because Burnley were getting a clean sheet. So mm. he's, he's still scored quite well, obviously, because he makes so many saves because they're so shit. Mm. They, they have only so many shots on goal and things. Um, and I've messed around with various Southampton players. I had Redmond at the beginning, but I've got Walcott at the moment, which because uh, he was playing up front, obviously, alongside Adams yeah. when, when uh, Ings wasn't around. Um, uh, obviously, he hasn't. Yeah, it'd be nice if he scored more often but um he's still he's performed for me you know on, on some occasions so um yeah. Yeah. i mean my, my draft basically went salah werner rashford adams pope and that was great and then after that it got a little bit um not quite as good what alonso alonso aurea um bernardo silver i got as well but obviously got rid of him i did get roman size early on he was doing well for me but um uh, just looking at the back at the back for Wolves um, there's a lot of competition in and around um, at the back and I think he even played on the wing didn't he I think for a game or two but um, I could just see that he wasn't and I read something that he was probably not going to play much so I've got rid of him I think you've, you've uh, picked him up now haven't you Jamie who have I picked up Sice have you still got Sice yes maybe it's yeah no I have but I think he's starting to play again now so that should, should come, come good for you hopefully but yeah, so so that's uh, that's my my team now, my draft. What else did you want me to talk about again? So, um, just how your season's gone, kind of top. Yeah, not not, not not bad. I mean, to start with, you obviously just want to get, um, you know, you don't want to make a complete tiff of yourself, do you? Um, <laughs> but and, and it sort of started all right, and yeah, I was I was happy enough. I did make a lot of um, the bottom half of my draft. I did make a lot of sort of transfers just to get things like I was a little bit happier with it's a bit of a sort of a whirlwind the draft for me anyway for the first time um but um yeah I'm happy with my season I think there's a few I've had a lot of close games um I would like to have beat Pete a couple of weeks ago he beat me by two points and then I I lost in the cup to Fuller by one point in the same week which wasn't great um but I mean at the end of the day I have yeah scored 600 and whatever it was 15 16 17 player points or whatever yep and I'm on a mid-table, but then... Yeah, comfortably like, in, the, in the middle of things there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, and, and I, but I am getting uh, against me, you know, not as much as Garth. He had 50-something, didn't he, a week? But I think I was fifth in that table. So I'm getting, I think, 45, 46 points um, against me on average. So people are making it hard for me. It's a tough league. But um, 
I'm happy that I'm scoring the points. At the end of the day, at least I'm, you know, it's, it's luck, isn't it? At least I'm, I'm, you know, getting the scores. Um, even if people around me are scoring a lot as well, you know, that's the way it yeah, is. So. Absolutely. There is, there's a nice symmetry to your league position there. Actually, you're right in the middle. You've got six wins, six losses, and one draw. Yeah. You couldn't be more in the middle. It's, it's exactly the same as you, isn't it? Um, and again, but you, you look at, at Hughes' yeah. player points. Um, yes, yeah, a lot less. He, I can't remember what it is, but it's it's. Um, so he's got four hundred eighty-nine. You've got six hundred and fifteen. Yeah, and we're, we've got the exactly same, same exactly the same results. points. And, but, and but yeah. what's fascinating about him and, and James Kennedy touched on it, but uh, a few weeks ago in the pod, his results go. This is in game week order: loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss by one point, win, loss, draw, <laughs> then eleven, twelve, win, win, and then thirteen, loss. But then I've got him next week. So technically, he's going to win. So I'm in trouble. So it's just, <laughs> it's just amazing it that he, he literally yeah, just followed that sort of pattern to start with. And then uh, got two wins in a row, but then lost last week um, to Garth, obviously. Um, then, yeah, then I've got him next week. So I'm pretty sure he's going he's gonna, to uh, win that one. We'll see. So so nobody believed me when I said about the Premier League fraud stuff here. Trump is right. That sort of thing. That's fixed. That's too regular a pattern. Join me. We'll, we'll go. To, we'll go to a Premier League together and sue sue them, sue the bastards. So, have you been doing any research on his team? Do you know anything about the like? Any of his yeah, team? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, his his draft. I mean, he he went for he was just before me. He was sixth in the draft. So, obviously, when it came to us, I think it was Sterling and, and Salah left at the top, and I, I think he went for for Sterling, um, which obviously he has done okay at some time but a bit like a bamerang for garth he, he hasn't um really performed like he may yeah. have done in previous season a bit, um, yeah. um and you got alexander alexander arnold obviously who um has had injuries hasn't he at times yeah. um and then it did get havertz as well who on paper looked looked great but it is has really dropped off um more recently um he has sort of dabbled with uh, some Leeds players sort of rotating through, which you can sort of understand that because obviously Leeds do score goals, don't they? If you're looking at the boards of midfielders, maybe not for the, for the clean sheets, but um, yeah. And I mean, at the, um, let me just get it up. Sorry. So uh, at the moment, um, he's got Ings up front because somebody who, who had Ings in our lead and then when he was injured they got rid of him didn't they I can't remember who it was is somebody it was, on the pod I think it was Fuller it might have been Fuller yeah, so he's picked him up I think I don't know whether he was still injured when he picked him up I think he was he got him pretty much straight away looking to this time when he knew he'd be coming back um, mm-hmm. Will Prowse obviously he's been rotated through well, he was, I had him for a little bit um, and he's got um, Benedict at the back so he's got some Southampton featuring heavily opponents yeah. in the middle there obviously has done pretty well at times obviously did well last week didn't he Bowen as well who has done well at West Ham hasn't he um, yeah then he has got Chilwell at the back so um, he's obviously depending yeah. on how, how Chelsea do he's done, done alright um, Wambasaka from United um, and then I said Sterling didn't I so I guess it's like anything you've got everything's got to come together hasn't it and it's uh, um, just whether it does or not probably he has got yeah. Mopé as well um, which I'm not sure whether he got him in the draft actually or whether he um, picked him up more recently 
Hold on, I've got it here. But we know he, he did. He picked him up in the draft. So he obviously scored pretty well at the beginning of the season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got Castagna as well. Obviously, injury is a big issue. And Antonio as well on his bench, but he's obviously injured as well. So he's had a bit of bad luck with Alex Arnold with um, injuries and obviously Castagna Antonio at the moment. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he's still winning games. He, he, his scores are very consistent. You know, he doesn't... Um, they're all sort of between 35 and 40. He hasn't got any very low scores apart from, I think he got 16 in game week one, but then he got a 56 in game week two. And then he's just been sort of, yeah, consistent, sort of 35, 40, 45 points. So yeah. mid table. Um, yeah. And yeah. Middle of the road scores. So, nice yeah. one. All right. Well, look forward to seeing, um, you know, how you two are going to be separated uh, next week then. Something's got to give, isn't it? We'll see. Yeah. We need to stop Pete running away with it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, it's all right. He already has. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to move on to Pete now. Head up to the the top of the league. Pete, could you talk us through your team and how your season's gone, and then um, uh, talk to us a bit about Fuller, who you're going to be playing next week? Yeah, sure. I mean, to be honest, when I did the um, when I did the draft, I was pretty disappointed, and I, I think really my team's been built around kind of two key players, which have been Son and Fernandez. Yeah, um, great. I mean, those guys have just like brought me bucket loads of points. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've chopped and changed pretty much everything else. Um, Larice has been Larice has been solid at the back, and he's kind of he's been good for a lot of points. Cheese. Yeah, um, but I've pretty much changed my entire defence and the majority of my midfield, and actually most of my strikers as well. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> That is quite bold, though, you know, to be top of the league and making that many changes. I think usually the, the teams that do really well are the ones that are kind of consistent and, and like unchanged. So that is it's quite interesting. Yeah, no, I'm a tinker man. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, I've, I've been I've, I bought in Neto in, in week two, and that's turned out to be a really a really good um, free transfer, as it turned out. Um, he's 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 done well for me. Richarlison's been good, but just. To be honest, the other players have kind of been bit part players. So, like, I bought, I mean, I, I kind of, I started off with some dodgy strikers. I had Mitrovic and, um, and I did have Antonio. I had Antonio, but I ditched him when he got injured um, and bought in Ryan Brewster instead, which was just horrendous oh, yeah. decision making. Mm. Um, but then Cavani, I brought him in just in time to kind of get a sort of a decent uh, number of points against Southampton. But again, you know, he's, he's not getting game time. Yeah. So it's 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 a team that there's 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 more chopping and changing left to happen, I think. Yeah. Okay. And how's has I mean, obviously, the season's gone pretty well so far. Yeah. Really Results pleased. Wise. Really, really pleased. <laughs> I mean, it's it's ridiculous how many games I've won by two, three, four points. Yeah. yeah. So, so the other guys are probably a little bit pissed off that I keep sort of sneaking these wins sometimes down to the last kick of a game type thing so, it's consistency um, though, though if it was a one-off then that's something but you're doing it regularly so that, that's got to say something you know yeah you're, you're, it's, it's, it's gone well so far there's i think i've got the thing is i've got enough players in the team that are capable of of big point matches they just don't all, all do it at the same time yeah yeah okay, um, okay. and then what about um, what about Fuller? How's he's kind of a couple of places down, isn't he, in uh, third place? Yeah, I just I, I had a look at his um, his draft 
squads. And he's, it looks to me like he's, he's kind of retained more of the players that he drafted up front. Um, but that's probably because he, he's, on paper, he's got a really strong team. I mean, he, he, he drafted De Bruyne, Vardy, Ings, who he switched out and he's now got Giroud. Um, he had Robertson, Edison, Pogba, Walker and Rod- Rodriguez. Like they were all players that he got from day one. Mm. Um, and I, I must admit, I haven't looked at his, his latest squad. But um, yeah, he, he's, he's obviously got the core of a decent team. I think it's just, you know, he's, he's probably just you know, sort of been unlucky some weeks and could have, could have got you know, results just gone against him because there's, there's, there's plenty of points in that squad. Absolutely, yeah, and he's you know still pretty tight up there, isn't it? He's on twenty three points. Um, you're on thirty, so it's you know it's it's not a huge gap. No, not at all. To, to make up. Um, nice one. All right, well let's um, move on to Jamie then. Um, Jamie, can you talk us through your team and your season, and then that of uh, the infamous Garth? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm, my team's been a perfect metaphor for my life. It's it's been full of ups and downs. It's um, I had the Gideon Heights of being top of the league for for a good couple of weeks, much to the amazement and amusement of many. But um, it it didn't dawn on me that players get injured. So um, when <laughs> when I lost the likes of Gomez and Van Dyke, and that that hit me quite hard. And um, I don't think I've fully recovered and probably didn't fully recover from a bit of naivety in the draft as well. Although, as was alluded to earlier, my makeshift forward line has actually been quite uh, quite productive, um, even if that wouldn't have necessarily have been anybody's first pick of a forward line. Um, I went quite heavy with my midfield, thinking that they would be good point scorers, as well as thinking that my defence would get a lot of points. But nobody defends anymore unless you're in a ball draw full and brighton um but but those points are few and far between so yeah i think i also didn't fully appreciate that everybody else on the draft would want the players i wanted and i was surprised <laughs> like come come my fourth pick it's like a bastard's just taken that player in front of me I, I had it all lined up it was beautiful yeah. but uh so yeah next year i'll be back um with a different strategy on that i think um, I, I, I found it really hard people don't pick yeah it's the one in front of you it's like why'd you fuck do you take that player that's, that's who I was going to get next and it's because, just oh it's hideous because I was seventh that would happen to me twice in a row like it would get to my pick at the end and I'd go for somebody and somebody would get it just before me then it obviously goes round and comes back to me again and the, the next player that I was looking at would go again so yeah it yeah. was uh, I felt I was always last on the pick though but um, I think there's a problem with the algorithm. But yeah, I, I made a few. <laughs> I made a few dodgy purchases as well. It's like I got I got Alan, um, Alan, thinking <laughs> he was Brazilian. Maybe he would have been useful, but he's deeply defensive and not got many points. And alarm bells should have rung. He's called Alan. Look at the unglamorous <laughs> Brazilian names: Fred, Alan, 
Joe, <laughs> they're not that great, are they? You need you need <laughs> Ronaldo. You need, you need an O on the end. Yeah, they've got an O on the end. You're all good. So, and then you've got a bit of you've got a bit of flair with that. Just yeah. Alan. I should I should have clocked Alan. it just saying that. But yeah. um, Alan. So I've I've made a I've made a few transfers. Um, the players who I thought were going to do something. So it's like I, I had Luis quite early. I had Maitland Niles, but nobody knows where to play him. So I had to ship him out as well. Uh, I shipped out Tammy, Tammy Abraham and Fuller lapped him up fairly quickly. Um, I've been left with a team I'm probably not that happy with, if if I'm in brute honesty. And it's, it's probably affected some of my interest in my team now. I'm slightly disappointed. It's like raising a child that hasn't grown up how you hope they'd be. I just look at them and it's like, you're still my baby, but I'm not particularly proud of you. Lucas Moore is not doing anything because Son is rather good. So I don't know why, and I, I bought him in mid-season. So I don't know. Right, so and my sub goalkeeper scoring more points than my proper goalkeeper. So maybe <laughs> I need to make a tweak there of Martinez. Maybe switch. So, um, so a bit of work to be done. Um, a bit of work to be done. Better strategy for next year. And and what about um, everyone's favourite uh, character oh, from the bo- from the bottom of the league Garth Paul Garth it's, it's, a, it's a long view up from from the basement there isn't it but uh, I, ha- I had to delve into my 2000 WhatsApp messages that Della's sent and I, I honestly feel like I need like an admin staff or somebody to manage my social media account for this there was that day when there was like about 150 messages came through in a 10 minute spell yeah. I looked at it and it's like what what is going on here but then if you hand it over to somebody to manage you'll just get in trouble like Cavani did you get somebody start posting casually racist slurs up on your group and it's like what are you getting me involved in it <laughs> but I did manage to find uh, Garth's team and I've looked at some of the players he shipped out as well but uh, Garth's team on paper isn't actually that bad I think that's a no. great mystery of Garth but it's like people talk about stars aligning but none of Garth's stars have ever aligned. So on paper, he's got a half-decent team, but they're clearly all in teams who've played slightly better teams in any given week, so they just haven't scored points. Yeah. And yeah, Aubameyang's got his new contract and then given up scoring. Um, and I think the big surprise for everyone was Calvert-Lewin, and that's that's actually got Garth quite a few, uh, quite a few points. And probably... Garth, spared him from being even worse. Garth, Garth has lost to me twice. Uh, both occasions he scored more than 50 points. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's sick, it? It all. He just looks every week. He's like, this is going to be my way. And so he sits at home telling his missus, I'm, I'm going to do well this week. And the, every Saturday, Sunday afternoon, he just comes away. It's like glazing in his eye with a tear. He's like, it's happened again. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, this is good. This is painting uh, a different picture of Garth's season, actually. So I'm, I'm trying to make him a tragic hero. But it is, um, it is good when when it all comes together. Uh, like you say, it is good, and I think like Aubameyang and Martial are two players that you would expect to be consistently scoring a lot of points every week, and they just haven't, have they? So you yeah. get to a game week where they they both score ten points each, and lo and behold, he gets a I, win. I may be- Maybe Bale will start doing something as well, and he's got Ziyech on the bench at the moment because he's he's injured. And there's, he did look fantastic, didn't he? Before he was injured, he looked he's had a lot of involvement in a lot of the Chelsea mm. 
He might come good, but that is a bit of a mountain. He's languishing six points behind Windsor. So Yeah, he's given everyone a bit of a head start. Not not how holding out hope for our poor Garth. Yeah, indeed. Um Okay, uh, finally then, um, Wilson, can you talk us through your team in season and uh, that of fellow W Windsor? Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm completely new to this, so I've gone into the draft not really having a clue what was going on. So I went with players that I thought actually were quite good players. Um, I didn't realise that actually... You can, have, you can have good players, but you, you need to have fantasy players that are good. They're going to score yeah, points. Yeah. So yeah. that are going to score points and do assists and do all these various things. So I went for a, a, a team that I thought well actually would do quite well, solid. Um, and then I sort of I quickly realised after week week one or two that actually I need to look at players that technically score. How, how do you score points? So yeah. you then sort of look look at that side of things. So you had like Kante, Declan Rice. <laughs> mm, no <laughs> McBurney I had to start with um, drop, dropped him I think I dropped him uh, quite quickly uh, Andre Gomez I think is a really good footballer plays nice football doesn't get any assists gets the odd yellow card doesn't score many goals so I thought well no I've got to drop him so I quickly realised Zaha might do quite well at this. He gets quite a few assists, a few goals. He has done well, hasn't he? My, my team now, I'm quite settled with, to be perfectly honest. Um, I just wish Pudisic would actually start playing games because I think he's the one that actually makes Chelsea play really good football. He creates a good chance, he scores goals, but he just, unfortunately, he gets injured quite a lot. Yes, yeah. I'll... Bobby rocking up with a goal on Wednesday night for me, but also his third goal this this year. So again, I think he's a great footballer. He gels Liverpool together. He doesn't get that many assists and doesn't score that many goals. Um, but if you look at the strikes to, to actually sort of transfer them out, he's still got the most points. So I, I can't I can't I can't bin him off, unfortunately. Yeah. You've got Kane though, haven't you? Obviously. In the, in the... Oh, Harry, Harry Harry Kane assist assist king at the moment. Um, I was convinced he'd be injured by now, to be honest. But I think he'll get injured in January, um, just in time for the Euros. Um, he'll come back in May, just in time, and then we'll get knocked out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the only thing, I, I took Madison, because I knew Barney wanted him. So that was the only reason why I took him in my team. Um, didn't realise he was injured, so he wasn't playing that many games to start with, but starting to come good for me. That's you're right. Um, who else have I got? Fabianski, decent goalkeeper. Good, He's my reserve goalkeeper with Schmeichel as my number one. Both on similar points, to be perfectly honest. So I think my team's fairly good um, that I've got at the moment. Yeah. Season so far? Well, I'm second, aren't I? Um, so I've got to be happy being a complete novice at this. Um, I've got to be fairly happy with my team so far and my season, how it's going. I'm through to the cup already yeah nice yeah, one yeah. so I think I've got a week off the cup this week I don't really care what happens I'm all <laughs> through, so uh, I'm alright with that um, play the youngsters play, play the youngsters I could, <laughs> I, could, I could bring Fabianski on for the weekend this is true. <laughs> so yeah not, not too bad Great. just wish I beat Pete before but there we go can't be helped 
can't have it all. Um, and then um, what about winter? We can't be happy, can we? Let's be honest. Second from bottom. Not looking good, is it? On 12 points. Mm. Uh, we see the lowest score in the league. And, and six points from Jamie as well, above him. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, uh, but again, his team isn't actually that bad. Um, he's got Aguero, Mares, and, and Jesus, and Lacazette as well. So you'd think, um, Mane, you'd think his team would actually would, would score points. Uh, again, Aguero injured. Jesus can't score, <laughs> literally. Yeah, um, yeah. Mane's been off, been off the ball for the last couple of weeks. Hasn't scored in, what, 10 games, I think it is? Really? Wow. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd clock that. It's, and that's almost been hidden a bit by how good Jot has been since he's come in. Because mm. Liverpool kept getting the results. Nobody's looked about Mane thing. Interesting. I'm surprised about that. Lacazette can't score anyway, can he? So, um, has yeah. anyone seen? Has Mark been making many, um, many transfers? I can't. Um, well, he, has. he had Ali to start with. Um, he had uh, Zayek, the Chelsea midfielder, Pereira from Leicester, Mendy from Man City. So he, he did have some decent players, but again, I mean, they've not been scoring, have they? So they're not fancy players. I'm just advice. trying to think whether I've seen him make anything more recently, whether he's still, still uh, has he given up? I haven't looked, to be fair. <laughs> he's a busy guy, I think, isn't he? So. Has he, yeah. Has does, he, does he listen to the podcast? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I'll be kind. Last, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But yeah, he's he isn't going that well. I mean, I don't know how well he's doing in the cup, but he, he can't be happy with the performance so far. Is he the lowest scoring in the in the whole four leagues as well? So he's got four four one. Um, yeah, he could be. Yeah, he is. I think he is. To, to his to his credit, I lost to him a couple of weeks ago. So you know, there's always still learning and all that, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, so a bit, bit of improvements to be made there. Um, but, I mean, on the plus side, he doesn't have to fight against relegation in this league. <laughs> so, that's a place that can't be relegated. Is that right? Long, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, as long as he's better than Garth, he can avoid the wooden spoon. So, the 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 bar. I mean, having said that, Garth looks like you know he's, he picked up that win this week, so he could prove a little bit of competition for Windsor, you know, in in the coming weeks. It's one to one to look out for. Perfect. Um, right. Well, that concludes our deep dive into this league, and that concludes our deep dive into the leagues in general. After. <laughs> Over 40 hours of audio, hundreds of managers from the Premierverse, and literally thousands of glaring errors, <laughs> tired cliches, and lame excuses. That's it. That's the end of it. I've enjoyed it. I hope you all have too. Next week is the Christmas special, um, when I'm sure nothing weird or fantasy uh, radio drama based will happen, um, hopefully. Give a um, to back. So <laughs> it's, it might well happen. Who knows? In a in a Santa outfit. Um, don't forget, it's round five of the cup this week. Della has put the link in the newsletter to let you look at all the live scores for your opponents. So check that out. Um, and with that, um, I'll just say the goodbyes. Thanks very much uh, to Jamie. Thank you. 
thanks to Barney. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much. And don't forget to say uh, a thank a goodbye to Rob as well. <laughs> oh, you, you're one step ahead of me. <laughs> ah, <sorry. laughs> thanks to Wilson. Thank you very much. Good night, boys. Thank you to Pete. Thanks, guys. And of course, as you mentioned, thanks to Rob for his uh, Sorry, I spoiled it. silent uh, contribution to the podcast, but uh, very welcome. Thanks, Rob. And um, thanks to Mr. Nobbs Pedro. If you want some, I'll give it you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the host, Tommy P. That's the end of the podcast.